He's the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. Uh, I wish I could describe him to you. He's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't, you can't get him off of your hands. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. The Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Yeah, that's my king. That's my king. Church, do y'all know God? What is God to you? I don't know about you, but every time I hear that, it just makes me want to just jump up and shout, and I wish I could jump up and shout. If I could, it'd be amazing. I guess I'd, that'd be a miracle in my life. I don't, I don't get too excited. The only time I get excited is when the Razorbacks finally win a ball game. But it's so good to be here tonight with you. And I want to thank the pastor for allowing me to speak tonight. And church, I'm, I'm, I'm aware, I'm fully aware that he could have went and got anybody else to speak to you tonight. I know he could have went and got any, more, any other person that's more qualified than I am to speak to you. So it's, it's an honor and privilege for me to be able to speak when I get the chance here. And yes, Jeanette... It does make me nervous when I speak in front of my home church. But, I, but when I get the opportunity, no matter where I get the opportunity, I do it. I go and do it, and they may not ask me back, but, you know, that's their fault for asking me the first time. <laughs> but I want to thank you again for allowing me to be here. And as I was asked, the pastor asked me several weeks ago that he was going to have me to speak, and I thought, why are you going to do that? But then I realized he wasn't going to be here. And then I realized the other pastor wasn't going to be here. And then I realized the other pastor wasn't going to be here. So now I see now why. <laughs> so you're stuck with me. But it won't be long, so you don't have to get weary. So don't get scared and upset. And please don't leave until I get through. <laughs> but it's, it's, but like I said, as I was praying and asking God this week of, which direction to go. When he first asked me, I had thoughts in my mind of where I needed to go with this. And I was praying, and I started praying and thinking, God, what can I say to this church that they haven't ever heard, already heard? I mean, you've got some of the awesomest preachers in the state of Arkansas that stands behind this pulpit and preaches. But I was thinking, what could I say to this church that they had never heard, or what could they receive from me? Simply me. You know, I'm just a basic person. I barely got out of high school. I guess the reason why I did is because teachers got tired of me. They got tired and said, we're just going to pass him and get him out of here. But I'm simple. 
But as I was praying, I said, God, give me direction. And I believe this is what he wanted me to preach to you or speak to you tonight. And if you would, I want to ask, if you have your Bibles, I want to ask that you'll turn to the book of Daniel, chapter 13, verses 19, and I may go through all the way to 28. And I want to say, as I'm reading, I'm going to mess up on some words. My reading is not that great. So if I misspell or missay a word, you can put the word that how it's supposed to be pronounced in your way. So I'm going to ask if you would. I'm going to ask you all to do something. I'm going to ask you to stand tonight if you would. If you can. And as we read, just like I said, just follow along in your own way and put the words in that are right that I mess up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And his attitude towards them changed and ordered the furnace heated. He ordered the furnace to heat seven times hotter than usual. He commanded some of the strongest soldiers and his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king commanded, the king's command was so urgent and furnace was so hot, I'm sorry, the king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then the king, Nebuchadnezzar, leaped into his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that were tied up and threw into the fire? Then they replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like the Son of God. The king then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Servant of the Most High God, come out of here. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the princes, governors, and the royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor their hair, or had singed. The robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. The king said, Praise God. Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent the angels and rescued his servants. They trusted him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather to serve or worship any other god in their own way. Let us pray. Father, we ask that tonight that you allow your anointing to be up on this service. Lord, we know that the pastor's not here and we know the other ones are not here, but we don't, they, Lord, you can still move in this time. You can still touch lives of people that are here, Lord. And I pray that you'll anoint every one of them, touch every one who came out tonight and bless them in a mighty way. We ask for your hand upon this service. Bless me as I try to minister to these people and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Thank you. You may be seated. As I church, as I was praying this week, I often thought of how many times we've all heard somebody say what different difficulties they've gone through in their life. You know, each and every one of you here tonight has gone through something in your life, there's no doubt. And if you've never dealt with any kind of difficulty in your life, hey, it's going to come. But let me tell you this, you know, we've all heard it over and over. We've heard many people say, I've dealt with this, I've went through this, I've felt, and I've had difficulties in my life. And growing up all my life in church, I've heard many great saints say of all the difficult things they've went through their life. 
the struggles that they had to face, the situations that they came up, even, even the fire that they had to deal with in their lives. But I'm here to tell you, I've also heard when they was talking about the difficult times and the situations that they faced in their life, I heard them say there was always hope. There was always a direction that was going to lead them through what they was going through. They never gave up even though they had to face the problems in their lives. They never gave up on the things that they was, str- that was going to get and making them struggle with because they knew that there was hope. They knew there was a direction. They knew there was a way out of what they was going through, and they never gave up. And we know who that is. That's Jesus. And they never gave up on Jesus even though they kept going through things over and over. You know, many, sir, many of our great saints had dealt with different things. You here tonight, you may be dealing with something. You may be going through some type of struggle tonight and you may even be walking through a fire in your life tonight that you don't seem how that you know how to get out of there's hope church there's a way out of that fire and that's jesus all you have to do is call upon him allow you to lead you through that situation growing up in my life i dealt with different many different situations in my life and struggles and i'll give you some examples when I was younger, and probably in my junior high or maybe even younger than that, I had a two-year-old brother that passed away. Actually, he drowned it in my neighbor's swimming pool. Two years old on a Sunday afternoon, we just got home from church. And he was out playing in the yard, and we was all doing our own little thing. And we come out, and he was gone. About an hour or so later, we found him in our neighbor's swimming pool, and he had drowned it. Then later on in my life, I had my grandparents, both of them, they passed away because of age and different health reasons. And then, of course, then on, I got, as I got older, I lost my dad. And then, of course, a few more years later out there, I lost my older brother. And then just a few years ago, I lost my mom. I'm here to tell you that Yes, I struggled through some things in my life. I dealt with some situations that I've lost some loved ones in my life. And there's other things that I've dealt with in my life, church, that I've had to fight against, that I've come up against. But I knew all this time that these things that was happening to me, there was hope. There was a direction, and that was Jesus. I, don't, I can tell you right now, I, if I didn't have Jesus, there's no way I could have faced what I went through. There's no way I could have faced the difficulties that I dealt with. And I'm going to tell you here, church, if there's ever anybody that needed to call upon Jesus when they had a problem, us because Jesus doesn't want us to go through our problems alone. Jesus doesn't want us to sit back and say, I don't have no help. Jesus says, call upon me and I'll be with you. Call upon me, church, and I'll be there during them hard times. During the struggles you're going through, you just have to call upon him. He'll be there. You know, I remember just a few weeks ago, our pastor was uh, up here preaching, and he's, he's told about this before. And, I, and this really hit me the last time he told me a couple of weeks ago when he was preaching this. And I remember he said one time he was going through a hard time in his life. He was dealing with a situation that he didn't have an answer. He didn't know what direction he was going in because he was, he was down and he was discouraged. And I remember him telling about, and most of y'all remember Cherry Street, right? You remember the old church. Well, I remember him saying that he was so discouraged and he was down and he didn't have an answer what problem he was dealing with that one day he went over to the old church. And I can remember this because I remember the church and I can think about where he was at that day when he talked about it. I remember the church and how it looked and I can almost point where he was at that day. It was over in the corner and I think he said it was in the right side in the back of the building. Right by the stairs, I believe. 
And I believe I, when he said this, and I may get it wrong, he said he was praying because he felt like there was no hope. There was no help of nothing coming in and helping him, no way. He was struggling with the problems he had. And I don't know what it is, and I don't, need, I don't have to know what the problem is. But he said he was almost so discouraged that he was just about ready to give up. And he was praying, God, I need help. God, I need somebody to show me that they care for me. I'm going through this, and I need help. And you know, right then he said the presence of God has come in and filled that sanctuary. He said the presence of God has come in and put his arms around him and covered him up in that time to let him know someone cares. Well, church, I'm here to tell you right now, you may be going through something. You may be going through a struggle right now. You don't feel like there's nobody to help you. Jesus will help you. He doesn't want you to go through that fire by yourself. He doesn't want you to walk alone. He's there and all you have to call upon him and allow him to come in and carry you through that situation. You know, like the three Hebrew children, we could see here as the scriptures that I read, We've all heard these scriptures over and over. If you've been in church at any time, you've heard some pastor preach this. Some evangelist has preached this about these three boys. You know, and, they, and everybody has their own ways of preaching them. But this is what I want to say about them. I believe that day when all this is fixed to take place, and whenever they got up there, probably in their mind, when they knew that they was going to have to bow down to the king, in their own mind, they probably think, they probably thought to themselves, well, maybe we can just bow down and we'll get up and go on and everything will be right. But then also I believe they got to thinking about the situation. They got to thinking, hey, we've went this far. We've trusted God and we know that, our, that the end may be near. We may be put to death when they put us in the fiery furnace. We may be killed, but there's hope. There's a way we're going to get out of this. And yes, we may be thrown in there and we may be burned up, but Jesus is going to lead us through there one way or another. And I'm here to tell you, church, their mind changed right then. I believe their mind got up on the thinking God's going to lead them through no matter what happens. Whatever happens to their lives, God's going to be there and He's going to lead them through the situation. And we can see when they threw them into the fiery furnace, there was only three when they threw them in there, but there was four when they came out. And I said right now, as soon as they threw them in, I believe Jesus come in and grabbed them and put their arms around them and said, hey boys, this is going to be alright. Let's just start praising. Let's just start going around and praising and saying thank you Jesus for what you've done and God moved in a mighty way in these young boys' lives. And if you're going through a fire tonight, church, if you're dealing with some difficult and you feel like the fire's coming in and the flames is about to burn you up, hey, there's hope. There's hope, church, and I'm telling you, that's Jesus. You just got to call up on Him. He doesn't want you to face that situation by yourself, whatever it is. Maybe you're here struggling with something. Maybe you've been in pain tonight. You've been hurt. Maybe there's a sickness you've got in, that you've been dealing with. Hey, that's help. Jesus will help you through that if you'll just call upon Him. Church, you, all you have to do is say, Jesus, help me through what I'm going through. Often, when I was thinking of which direction to go and talking about fire and the way people deal with things in their lives, this came to me. And I've never ever really thought about this until this week. About situations that we come up against. And we can all remember this probably by watching the news. And we all remember that bad day, that terrible day that we probably had one of our first shootings in our schools in America. I don't know exactly if it was the first, but it was one of, one of the first ones that we've ever had. And we remember that day and that shootings of Columbine. There was a young lady. You have to 
forgive me because when I think about this, I remember I can almost picture that young lady or just what she, how much she loved God. That young lady's name was Rachel Scott. The article that I pulled, pulled up on the internet trying to read about it says she was a, a Christian and she trusted in God. She believed in God. And it also says on that day when all this happened, when the shooting took place, she was on the front lawn of the school eating lunch when the shooters approached her. When they come up to her and ask her if she was a Christian, and probably for a split second in her mind, maybe, and, I, and I may be, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say this, maybe she thought to herself, if I say no, it will be all right and everything's going to be okay. But then she knew that she wasn't supposed to do that. She knew she had to stand her ground no matter what's fixing to happen in her life. She knew she was fixing to have to walk through some terrible times. She knew her life's about over with. She knew when she said yes, it would be over with. She knew that the fire she was fixing to walk through was going to destroy her. But she stood up with this situation that she had in front of her, and she trusted in God to lead her through that problem. Church, I'm here to tell you, you know, we're not like Rachel Scott. We don't have someone standing here with guns in front of our face tonight asking us if we're Christians or not, or asking us, oh, do we believe in Him? But I'm here to tell you, you may be in a situation and you know, that you're about to destroy you, and it's tearing you down and it's breaking you down. You can be like Rachel Scott, and you stand up no matter what's going to happen, no matter what you're going to have to face. No no matter how close to death you come, you trust in God. And she stood up to them boys and she said, yes, I'm a Christian. And of course her life was gone just like that. But I'm going to tell you right now, I believe today that she's in heaven shouting and jumping around and thanking God for leading her through that situation. Even though it was just like that and her life was gone and she knew her life was been gone, she still trusted in God through that fire and that terrible time. All you have to do, church, is call upon Jesus. Whatever your situation is, you trust in Him. Whatever fire you're walking through tonight and you feel like the fire is about to cover you and the flames are about to burn you up, you're walking in through the valleys and the mountains are so tall you can't overcome them. The valley is getting closed in and the darkness is about to cover you up and you cannot get through that valley. You can't overcome that mountain that's in front of you and there's tough times ahead of you. There's a hope. There's a way and that's Jesus Christ. You know, most of y'all, if I'm say, when I say this name, is going to know who I'm talking about, and you're going to remember. We all remember William Harper. Most of you do. Y'all all remember William, and some of you new ones probably don't know him, but anyway, most of y'all that's been here a long time remember William. Y'all remember how William was. He always, he growed up, all his life he had physical handicaps. He struggled all his life, and he walked through many things in his life. He went through heartaches. There wasn't a day go by that William didn't struggle with something in his life. There wasn't a day go by that he wasn't in pain and he hurt. There wasn't a day go by that he didn't have, that his back didn't hurt him and or his whatever. And you know, you could tell by when, whenever William walked, he, he it just would it would hurt you. And I remember one time. Pastor L.V. was talking about, they was over at the church, and they was building, a, I guess, the new gym or the church, it may have been the church or the daycare. And they said William would come over there and want to work. They said William would come over there, even though he could barely walk and struggle, and he was going through the things that he would go through, that he would want to work. And I remember Pastor L.V. saying that his way he'd walk would make him hurt. 
And that's the way it was when I'd see William walk. But I will tell you what, even though William struggled, even though William went through many difficulties in his life, he always trusted God. He always called up on God and knew one day that the fire that he was walking through, he would be led out of it. He knew one day when he gave his eye, he trusted in God that one day he would lead him through that situation that he was facing. Because I'm going to tell you what, right now, if you didn't know William, well, you, you, you missed out. Because William blessed many of people. And he's blessing people today. I'm going to tell you about William. You know, that I, and, and I never got the opportunity to say this, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you didn't know it, William, you know, of course, all of y'all know, remember that he was a minister. William didn't get to go preach as much as he wanted to because of his handicap and, and you know, and different things like that. He didn't get to preach all he wanted to. But William loved to preach. And when he got to go, he, he would call people and say, Will you? I remember one time he called me and wanted me to drive him two hours away to preach somewhere. You know, and I thought, William. Two hours. But anyway, he wanted to go no matter where it was. He would have took off and went to New York if they'd called him. But anyway, William would want to preach. And today, for you that didn't know that, William didn't get to preach like he wanted to, but William wrote many of sermons. He wrote many of the sermons. And I didn't know this until after they, he passed away and they, was, you know, they gave some stuff out to some of his friends and stuff. And I went over to his house and they was giving out some of the stuff he had. And one thing about William, he loved ties. That man had over a hundred ties or so. And they was trying to give ties away. They gave ties away for a week, I think. But anyway, the man had ties. But there's one thing that really blessed me that I never knew that he had. He had sermons that he had wrote. He had sermons that he had wrote, even though he didn't get to preach them. He had messages that he wrote that he never knew. That he knew that he would never get to preach them all. And he would take these books that he would write these and put these pages in these books. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I've got three of them. And I think Pastor Danny's got several of them. The other people's got some of them. And you're probably saying, well, you should have preached one of them because what you're preaching tonight is not doing anything. But I'm going to tell you anyway, William, and I'm sure today that people are using William's sermons. And he's blessing people. And yeah, he had over, I don't know how many books of messages. I don't know, he probably had over 200 messages. But anyway, I'm here to tell you, even though William struggled, even though he went through the hard times, and he was in pain and he hurt, he still loved God. And he still trusted in God through what he was going through, the fire that he dealt with every day. And I'm here to tell you right now, if you're here like William was, and you're struggling in pain and hurting, you be like William, and you stand on God's Word, and know one day you're going to be led through the situation that you're going through. If there was ever a man that loved God, it was William. Isaiah says, 40, in Isaiah 43, verse 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, there shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. You're here tonight and you've got a problem. There's hope. You're here tonight and you're going through a difficult time. There's help. You're here tonight and you're facing a situation and you're just about to give up. You don't know how to, where to go or who to turn to. There's an answer for you. And that's Jesus. Church, yes, I know the pastor's not here. And the other pastors are not here. But you don't have to leave here going through a situation just because the pastor's not here to pray for you. 
If you're here tonight and you're dealing with the situation and you're going through some struggles in your life and you need an answer, you just call upon God. Don't leave here tonight and just say, well, the pastor wasn't there, the rest of them wasn't there to pray for me. You don't have to do that. God will be here any time. God wants you to call upon Him at any time. You can even be at your own home and call upon Him. I'm going to tell you something, church. I, um, my, my prayer time usually is early in the morning. That's the best time I pray. And you might be, maybe say, well, you're not strong if you pray this way, or your faith is weak. But every time, I, every morning when I get up and I pray, I pray that God will be with me that day. I pray that God will strengthen me and lead me through that day and help me to face what I'm going to have to come up against. Because I'm going to tell you what, we deal with a lot of stuff in our lives. We come up with a lot of difficulty things that come against us every day. And I'll tell you, that's what I pray one thing every morning. God, please be with me today that I can face whatever comes against me. Whatever comes my direction, I can stand up and trust in you. And I'm here to tell you right now, all you have to do, if you're going through the fire and your flames are about to burn you up and the water's about to cover you up and you're about to drown, there's somebody there that's going to deliver you from it. There's someone that's want to pull you out of that water there's someone that wants to pull you out of them flames that's about to burn you up all you got to call upon him is jesus call upon him allow him to lead you through them difficult times fear not for i'm with you be not dismayed for i'm your god i will strengthen you yes i will help you i will uphold you in my right hand church god loves you Often I think about the difficulties we go through life. And sometimes we think we can do it on our own. Sometimes we think we can face the problems that we're dealing on our own and we don't have to have help. But there's one thing that goes through my mind every time I have to deal with something in my life. I think God's with me. There's one thing I want to do is thank God that He's with me to carry me through that situation. Because I could not do it on my own. I may be weak. But I want to know every day that God's with me, that He's carrying me during my different times, my difficult times that He's with me. He's behind me, and He's in front of me, or He's on my side. Or even sometimes at the time I get tired, and I get worried with what I'm dealing with, or the troubles that I have in my life, and He's there to even pick me up and carry me through that difficult time. Maybe you're here tonight, and you're tired, and maybe you don't have the strength to go any further with what you've been dealing with. There's hope. And allow God to come in and carry you through that situation. If you can't walk no more, Jesus will carry you if you can't move on no more he'll carry you through that problem i'm gonna tell you right now i think about the day when david went out in the battlefield i think about the day to my you know as i was preparing for this and getting words in my mind i was thinking of something to say and this came to me about when david stood out on that battlefield that day you know we all know david was a little boy probably didn't weigh over 100 pounds if he weighed that no he probably was five something far as being height. And we know when David stood out on that battlefield, there's no doubt in his mind, he probably thought this was going to be it. He probably thought in his own mind, hey, this is going to be it. The day is going to be the end of my life. But he also, I believe he thought too, he knew that there was hope. 
But he was going to head and do, and he's going to trust in God, and he's going to do what God wanted him to do. And he was going to go out on that battlefield and stand in front of that mountain that's in front of him. He was going to stand in front of that giant that was in front of him and do what he knew he had to do. And I'm here to tell you, church, you're here tonight and there's a giant in front of you. There's a mountain in front of you you can't get over. There's a situation that you can't get by side, get behind you. You call upon Jesus like David did. And when he stood up against that giant, God gave him the strength to overcome the problem he had. So I'm telling you right now, you can be like David. Whenever that giant's standing in front of you, whatever that problem is, whatever that mountain that you've got to overcome, whatever the situation is, there's hope. There's somebody going to lead you over that mountain there's somebody going to lead you through that valley that you've got to walk through and that's Jesus and all you've got to do is call upon him you don't have to do it by yourself church don't think you're just going to have to sit there and, and be alone he doesn't want you to be like that that's why he died on the cross for you he died for you because he loved you and he didn't want you to face the things in life by yourself he wanted you to call upon him and trust in him and you may have to go on through the situations but there's somebody going to be there with you there's somebody going to carry you through that fire. There's somebody going to carry you through them flames when they get hot. And whenever you cannot go no farther, you call upon Him like Pastor Danny did in the, over at the Cherry Street. He called upon the Lord and the Lord came in and picked him up. I can almost see it today that whenever he was praying and he was down and he was discouraged, the Lord said, this guy can't go no farther, but I'm going to come in. That's my child. That's my son and I'm just going to pick him up and carry him through this situation. And you could be the same way, church. You do not have to go through your problems no more by your whatever it is you call upon the Lord we're going to show us a clip here I hope they was able to get it together and we've all seen it it's a movie clip that we've seen before and I've used this before but I was thinking about something of what direction to go like I was talking about when I was praying and this movie clip come to me talking about fire talking about someone being in a fire and how somebody can come in and rescue you through the fire. Well, Jesus can be your fireman. Jesus can, can come in and carry you through your situation. Whenever you're burning up, Jesus can be your fireman. We know what firemen are for. They're the goal to put the fires out and even, yes, rescue people whenever in their houses. And when the house is burning, they can go in and rescue you. And we've seen it time and time again on television. And we've read it and we've seen it in the newspaper. Sometimes a fireman's got to go in there and pick that person up and carry them out on their back. Well, you may be that person and you may be burning and in, in something going in your life right now and you need somebody to carry you on their back well Jesus can be your fireman he can sweep in there and carry you through your situation and guys if you're ready go ahead and show it if you don't mind
If you're here tonight, church, it's like this video or this clip of this movie. This young girl needed help. Of course, this you can see this was a house on fire and she needed to be rescued. Well, you're here tonight and you need help. You need somebody to come in and get you out of your house that's burning. You need somebody to come in and rescue from the problem that you've got in your life. You need God to sweep in and come in like the fireman did on this and carry you through that flower that's carrying, burning you up. Whatever the situation is, God will be there for you. Whatever problem you're dealing with, God will be there for you. Whatever, maybe you're sick and you've been in, in your body and you've been praying for over, over and over days and days about that. God wants to be there for you. God wants to deliver you through that. You just got to trust in Him, church. You know, I said at the beginning, I'm just a simple person. And this is, of course, a simple message. I never claimed to be some of the greatest ministers there was. But as I, as pastor asked me if I wanted to preach or would I preach on this, you know, Sunday night, the first thing came to my mind is what can I say to these people to help them? What can I say to them to give them courage? What can I say to them to strengthen them to maybe what they're going through? In just a few minutes, we're going to stand. And please, if you're dealing with a problem, if you're going through something, please call upon Jesus. If you're one of them that feels like you can do it on your own and you've done it for days and months and even years and you think you can overcome it on your own and you're not getting anywhere, you call upon Him. He'll be there in them hard times. He'll be there when you're struggling. Like I told you about my, my family members that I've lost. I pretty much lost all my family members. I've got a few aunts and uncles here and there. But even though I've lost all my family members, I still got hope. I still there know, I know there's hope out there. And I trust in God every day to lead me and guide me to do what I can. The thing that's been on my heart for some time now, the burden is about people. We have prayer meetings here. And every time we have prayer meetings, it's just the, the, the burden of people comes in my heart of what they had to deal with every day, the situations that they had to struggle with, that there's people out there that doesn't know Jesus, that they try to go through their difficulties by themselves. And I don't know how anybody can do that. I don't know how anybody could try to go through life without calling upon Him because I could not do it. And I want to let you know that I love you. I want to let you know that Jesus loves you more than I do, and he will be there for you the difficulties. Maybe you're here tonight. And you're hurting for something that's happened to you. Something's happened to you a long time ago and it's still with you. 
and it comes up against you every once in a while. It comes back and keep, it comes up and keeps you thinking about what happened to you years ago. There's hope. There's an answer for that. You don't have to do it by yourself. Church, you don't have to go through that no more by yourself. You let Jesus come in and carry you through that fire, through them hard times. As I was praying yesterday, I said, God, you got to remember, this is me talking. Jesus, please allow me to say a word that would direct that person which way to go. To lead that person the way they need to go. That they do not walk out of that sanctuary without trusting in God. Without trusting you and believing in you and knowing there's hope, whatever it is. I know this was simple. I know this was short. Probably the shortest we've ever had a service in Hathaway. But that's for That's okay. Because I want to ask that you'll stand at this time if you would. The Lord wanted me to tell you this. And I'm not trying to say that. He spoke directly to me, but I believe he wanted me to tell you this. And I know there's several people here in this congregation. And you can go anywhere there's somebody dealing with a problem. And I'm not trying to start anything. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to start anything. But I believe he put it in my heart there was someone here tonight that they're on their very end of going through what they had to go through. They're about at the end and they can't go no further. And they're just about ready to give up. He wanted me to tell you this, that He loves you and He will be there for you and there's hope for what you're dealing with. I want you to bow your heads if you would. If you're here tonight and you need help with what you're dealing with, the problem, the situation, that fire that you're in, I want to ask that you allow us the opportunity to pray with you. I don't have to be the one to pray for you. There's a lot more people that would be more qualified to pray for you than I am. If you're here and you've got a situation, you can't go no further, and you need help, tonight could be the night God answers that need, if you'll just allow it. I want to ask you, if you would, just come down and we'll, we'll pray for you. We'll all gather around and pray with you. If there's one, please come. I hope whatever that need is you have, that you allow God to take care of it. Whatever the problem you have, that you allow God to take care of that situation that you're going through. I'm going to ask some ladies to help me if they would get around Sister Beverly here if they would. And while we're praying for her, if there's anybody else, you can come and we'll pray with you. As they play the music, I want to ask that you'll pray in your own way for the needs that's going on in this church.